And it's a chaotic day because you think about everything that's going on in the world of the NFL. And there's a lot of stuff. Right now, the CBA vote, that ended at midnight Eastern. So the players, at some degree, they have decided what's going to happen with the NFL. 17 games, are we getting an extended playoff, um, the relaxed drug testing, expanded rosters, all of those different things that has been voted on. We'll keep an eye on the decision. We'll be talking about that. NFL free agency. There's whispers that free agency might get pushed back. And should it? I think it should. We'll get to that later, as well as some whispers with the NFL draft and what's happening with that status. So all of that stuff I want to get to. I'm excited to talk about. And uh, again, we'll get to it. But first off, there are just far more important things going on out there. And if I was going to open up this show talking about sports and talking about football and doing that exclusively, I mean, we're just, uh, this place is supposed to be an escape. And I want to be that for you. That's really what I want to do. First and foremost, the thing that I want to do, I've, I've always loved the idea of entertaining, right? It's just, it's something that's come natural to me. It's something I've always admired entertainers. Guys like Conan O'Brien is just like the greatest guy in the world. I love that guy. But as much as I want to do that kind of stuff for you, I got to acknowledge what's going on right now. And what I saw today is something that's, it's just downright startling. And what you see is when you look out on social media, when you walk around in the city, what you see is a lot of people out and about and partying. Like right now, it's the St. Patrick's Day season, if you will. Because that's really what it's become. It's a season. It's a couple of weeks of bar crawls and specials and all that stuff. St. Patrick's Day in the middle of the week, coming up on the 17th, couple of days. But this weekend, right now, there's people that are filling up bars. They're going out and drinking. And a lot of these people are younger, people who are college students. Maybe these people are going to be sent home to their families as classes are online and campuses are shutting down. These people are out and about all over the place. And it's not just people partying for St. Patrick's Day. It's not just young people. It's people of all ages. We've got people that are at restaurants, at bars, at concerts, you know, spring break concerts and things like that. And so people are everywhere. And at the same time, you look at what's happening around the globe, you read the news. And I don't know if you saw this, but Spain today, Spain is dealing with a a high number of coronavirus cases. And they just shut everything down. Everything. Outside of the super essentials. People in Spain are staying home and they have to. That's a government mandate. There are people in France right now where they've gotten that word. They need to stay at home. That is a government mandate. China has gone through this. Italy is going through that. You might have seen videos today that were uplifting. Because it was people in Italy who are stuck in their homes, and they're getting out on balconies and singing together. You know, it's people uniting in a tough spot and making the most of it. And that's an admirable thing. And I look at those people in these lockdowns, in this serious situation that we're in all across the globe, and I see people out. And I've been out. And that's, that's part of the problem here. Like, I, I was out tonight. I was at a restaurant. Good family friend, if you will. This guy had a birthday party. It was like 10 people. We went out to dinner. Restaurant wasn't packed, but it was busy. I was in New York City. Sat down, had a meal, came here to get ready to do the show. And I got to tell you, it, for me to be out and around these people, people that I know well, people that I care for greatly. And everything I was doing, I was reconsidering. You know, this idea of, do I shake their hand when I come in? Do I give them a hug? You know, and and people within the room, it was a varying level of responses. Some guys, like I see some guys and it's a fist bump. Other people, it's an elbow touch. Some people, it was a hug, you know? 
and to go through all that stuff, I'm thinking about what I've been doing, the way I was acting. We were, we were celebrating a birthday. People wanted to do cheers, right? You're tipping. I was doing everything I could to tip the bottom of the glass and not the top. But what does that really do? I don't know. And to be in a situation like this where we know what the circumstances are right now. We have a national emergency that has been declared by the president of the country. We have the World Health Organization coming out and saying this is a pandemic. These are serious, legitimate, actual terms. This is what we're living with. This is what we're living in. This is what our world is now. As all of these sports leagues have drifted away and suspended operations, as major entertainment venues have suspended operations, we're in a world now where we're trying to hunker down. Countries and people all across the globe are hunkering down and hoping this thing passes by as quickly as possible, with the least amount of deaths as possible. And for us to be going around, and for, hell, for me to be going around, and going out and, and having a dinner, like, I, the more I think about it, the more sick I feel. And not, not like actual sick, but just the idea that I was out and I was doing it. And I feel terrible about it. And as much as I've been doing it and trying to, you know, say, hey, you got to live a little bit, I just realized that, I feel like I made the wrong decision. These past couple of days, I've been making a mistake. And as much as I've tried to treat this seriously, I haven't treated it seriously enough. And I look at these people that are out and they're doing the St. Patrick's Day stuff and they're drinking and partying and having a good time. And um, I feel like we shouldn't be doing that. Is that wrong? I feel like we should be locked down. I've decided at the very least for me, and I would love to hear where you were at. I've decided I'm going to self-quarantine. That's where I'm going. That's the decision that I've made. And and where do you stand with this? 855-212-4227. That's how you join the show again. 855-212-4227. I do want to talk about sports. And we'll get to some of it tonight. We will. I've got a lot of thoughts on things. With what's going on with the NFL and free agency and things going on with the draft. And we found out another player in the NBA is sick. There's a lot of things to talk about. There's been some uplifting stories related to the coronavirus. There's been some tough stories related to the coronavirus. I want to get to those things. But... The basic idea is the reality we live in now is we've got a massive virus on our hands. It is a global issue. People are locked in their homes by government mandate in a lot of countries. And should we take that responsibility on ourselves and stay indoors? We have outside of the obvious things, going to the supermarket to get something to eat. If you have to go to work, like right now, we're, we're labeled as essential personnel. So I'm supposed to come in. If I do not come in, I will lose my job. That's why I'm here. So, outside of those kinds of things, should we be self-quarantined? Should we be staying home? Are, are you staying home? Are we not treating this seriously enough? 855-212-4227. I'm Vince Quinn. You can join the show on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. That's all one word. And you can follow me there as well. Now, again, for me, I was going out and I'm sitting there. Like, I was in an Uber, right? I... And, and that's, that's part of the equation. Like, I'm sitting in an Uber with a guy. It's, it's just me and the driver. And I'm in his car, and we're listening to news radio. And I don't do that often. I almost never do. I was listening to news radio. I'm, I'm intently listening to news radio. And I'm trying to get every piece of information I can about what is going on with the coronavirus right now and how people are responding to it and what are the number of people that are sick within my area. What's going on with the schools? Are they open? I'm paying attention intently to all of that. And the guy that's driving, he's muttering to himself about the way things are being handled here in New York. He wasn't happy about it. And to a degree, I agreed with him. But also, I was sitting in an Uber out in public after just eating at a restaurant. Like, who am I? You know? And so I I just had to take this moment and step back and realize, you know what? It's time for me to stay inside. And that's what I'm going to do is outside of being here for work because that's my job. They want me to be here and I'm going to do that outside of going to work and doing the basics to have things to eat. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to take this seriously. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to self quarantine. I've got things coming up. I got a wedding coming up in two weeks. Good buddy of mine, known him from high school. So I've known him for like 15 years or so. And 
I'm going to have to tell that guy that I'm not going to his wedding. I was at his bachelor party two weeks ago. I'm going to have to tell that guy I'm not going to his wedding. Like, that sucks. But you know what? I just feel like it's the right thing to do, and that's what I'm going to do. On the most basic level, if you want your sports back, we want this thing to blow over as quickly as possible. Like, that is the way to do it. That's what all of these other countries are done. This isn't just an American thing, right? People are always talking about American media and whatever. Uh, People have issues with the government, and I'm not here to get into that stuff. But on the basic level of when you see other governments doing lockdowns and the numbers going down and us out here partying because it's not even St. Patrick's Day, but it's a, a day that's trying to make money off of it. A couple days early, it's a weekend doing a St. Patty's theme. Like, is that the right way to do things? Are we handling this appropriately? Are we going to get through this faster if we're doing that kind of stuff? Or are you self-quarantined? 855-212-4227. Let's go to uh, Teddy in Sacramento. Teddy, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, I was hearing what you're saying, and I can't agree with you more. I've been in self-quarantine for like a month already. Wow. Because I have any symptoms or anything. Just because, you know, I'm in Sacramento, and I'm specifically in El Grove. And, you know, and that's where it kind of hit here the hardest. Yeah. So and what's I it been like? People, well, here's what I did to Last month ago, I went ahead and I decided to stock up. So I did all this before everybody went crazy because I knew it was coming. It was just obvious. Yeah. You know, China gave us the biggest heads up in the world from seeing what they went through. And the fact that we wasn't smart enough to wake up and catch it sooner and do what they were doing before it got to that point. I understand people got to work and they feel obligated, but better safe than sorry, man. The last thing they want to do is say, what if? Yeah. And like you said earlier, touching elbows and tapping the glass and how much can that really do? If this is airborne and a couple of feet of airborne is what they're saying, there's nothing we could do to stop it. The only way to stop it is to stay home, stop it from spreading. Nothing outside is worth our lives or worth getting our family sick. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing is you worry about other people. Like me, I'm a younger guy. I feel like I'll be all right if I get it. But I, I've got other family members that I don't know. And, and, Teddy, thanks for the call. Like, you worry about people. I got a grandpa. He's 89 years old. Well, I, I can't see him. I can't see him right now. You know, I, who knows what will happen? Is it worth that risk? And so I think about him. And I think about my grandma, who's around the same age. Like, I, I'm terrified. And I've been going out, and I've, I, again, I was out tonight. But I felt I was constantly thinking about everything the whole time I was out. And I just realized, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to make the most of this night while I'm here. Uh, I'm not going to be miserable and, and fussy while I'm here, but once I'm out, I'm done, and that's it. I'm I'm out. I got to stay home. It's time to self-quarantine. That's where I'm at. If I want my sports back, if I want everything to be the way that it was, where we, you know, and you, you realize pretty quickly how great we had it when things changed this dramatically in a couple of days, it, to get back to that, if self-quarantine, if, if that's the thing to do, I'm going to do that. You're listening to the Vince Quinn Show on CBS Sports Radio. These are hard times. And when you're thinking about everything that's going on right now, um, it's complicated. Every decision that I've been making the past couple of days, I'm just thinking over and over and over and over and over again. I'm worrying about the consequence of the domino effect. Should I be touching this Is hand sanitizer now? Should I give it a couple of more minutes do I elbow bump this person? Am I hugging them? Uh, balancing social, you know, social cues and relationships versus what we're supposed to be doing right now. And it, it hasn't been easy. And so as much as I've been going out recently, and I'm, the more I've thought about it, the worse I've felt, I've decided I'm going to self-quarantine. That's just what I'm going to do. And if you want to hop in and, and tell me what you're doing, 855 212 4227. Should we be staying home? Should we be going out and living our lives? Because I just saw the town of Hoboken, for example. Hoboken, New Jersey, right outside of New York. It's right across the river. And they just shut down their bars and restaurants. They just did that a couple of hours ago. Should we be doing that? 855-212-4227. Now, Ben Horowitz is producing the show. And, uh, and Ben, you were at a wedding yesterday? I was. I had to go because I was the best man, so... Didn't really have much of a choice. Well, yeah. So, I mean, what, what was that feeling like for you? Um, Mixed. You know, I, I was looking forward to the wedding. I was excited about it. But, 
you know, understanding that these are the types of gatherings that folks should try to avoid and couple that with the fact that, you know, the, the grandparents for both the bride and the groom were there and, you know, some of them are in their, you know, mid to late eighties, early nineties. Oh my God. Um, you know, so I was conscious of it all night and, you know, there were about 40 people who canceled last minute the day of. So, yeah, I mean, it's real. Uh, I know other venues in the area had canceled weddings, you know, flat out. Uh, they chose to go ahead with it. But, um, yeah, it was tough. You know, the excitement of it on one hand, but knowing that we probably shouldn't be here right now on the other. Well, yeah, and that's that's the tough thing because, like, a wedding, one, you know all the planning and things that go into it, right? I mean, some people spend, like, a year and you're talking about all those hours because you got to pick out invitations and the guest list and uh, you're setting who's sitting where and the tablecloths and, you know what I mean? Like, you're picking a million different things. And to have all of that and you know that they're going through that and you know the relationship and then to be like, hey, I'm not going to your wedding. Like, that's that's an easy thing to do. No, no, it's not. And especially, you know, whether you're related or whether you're a friend, um, it's tough to tell somebody, like you said, last second, hey, I'm not going to the wedding because I'm, a you know, I'm trying to heed the advice of the government. You know, if you're a bride and a groom and you just shelled out $150 a plate for these people, that's kind of a tough pill to swallow saying, hey, I just wasted a you know, couple thousand dollars on people who aren't here. Yeah, because you can't just pick it up and move it back a couple of weeks. You know, it's, it's not that simple. Like for leagues, they're going to be able to do it. They're billion-dollar industries and they'll figure it out. But for regular people... That are sinking all this money with deposits and all this uh, travel. People that are from across the country and, he had and flights. Plenty of out of towners, mainly oh. from Florida, who came up for the wedding. Yeah, that's that's terrible, man. It's tough. I, I just I feel for him, and I feel for the people who like. There's probably a lot of people that didn't want to be there, but felt it just like it's, it's his wedding, you know? Right. You felt obligated, but you know, you miss the people who aren't there, but you understand it. You know, it, it's 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 tough. Like. Again, it's not necessarily black and white, you know, all the time. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I, I think certain scenarios are black and white. Like, am I going to go out and, you know, by choice and celebrate St. Patty's Day? No. I'm going to be home crushing corned beef and cabbage, making <laughs> Rubens the rest of the week, and I'm going to love it. I'll drink, you know, by myself, you know, with my family. But you're forced, you know, sometimes into these moral dilemmas. Like, hey, this is a family member. I feel like I should be there, but I also feel like, you know, it's not the best thing not only for my health and safety but for the health and safety of other people to not go yeah and that's the thing you, you worry about other people now because i was sitting there and, and getting ready to go to this birthday dinner we met at the guy's apartment we're hanging out we're just having a drink or two and i'm sitting there and i'm looking around at all these people and i'm just like oh my god what if i'm a guy that has it like what if i'm a guy that I've got it, and now I'm around all these people, and I'm getting all of these people sick. And they're extended families that I know. What if I'm the reason that these people get sick? I mean, hell, like last night, sitting here and right now looking at you guys, I've had the thought. I've just been like, what if I – I hate to say it, but I've, I've looked at you guys and been like, you know, what if I get these guys sick? Like that's a terrible feeling, and I just – I feel that everywhere I go right now. It's just – it's terrible. So I've, I've decided I'm going to self-quarantine. That's what I'm going to do. Going forward, I'm not going out. I'm not going to restaurants. I'm not going to bars. I'm I'm going to cancel on a wedding that's going on in two weeks. I, I just feel like it's the right thing to do. And so where are you at with all of this? 855-212-4227. Let's go to Brandon, who's in Atlanta. Brandon, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you doing tonight? Hey, what's up? Nothing much, man. Just calling to give my two cents. And, you know, man, I feel like you, man. I feel horrible, you know? Like, I'm not ignorant about what's going on, but... You know, I feel like two-thirds of the country, you know, we, we live hand-to-mouth. You know, I, I I have a wife and a daughter at home, and but I got bills to pay. I'm a, I'm a server. I'm a bartender slash server, you know, whatever they need me to do. And, for like, for example, tonight, you, you're saying, you know, a whole bunch of people were celebrating St. Patty's Day. We had a band going. It's loud. I, people are literally in my face yelling at me what they want to drink, and I'm just there, like, I can feel their breath on my cheek, you know. Any other day is like whatever, but like, like you said, I'm moving around just thinking about everything. Like, I normally shake people's hands. I don't. I just thinking about every little thing that could go wrong, and I'm just like, why am I here? Yeah. And, and then you think about, like, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a must, you know, it's a must. I got to make money, and 
it's like, what do I do? I, I want to be self quarantined. I'm not working in my home, but it like it really it really breaks my heart, man. Honestly, I just might you know I don't have a spleen, so I'm like I'm I'm real subject to like uh, infection. My mom has like lung cancer, and I'm like I have a one and a half year old daughter, and I'm like man. I'm out here with all these people. But like, what what is a man to do? You know what I mean? It's just it, it's crazy. I just feel like the whole us as a as a country we're just in uncharted territory, and I feel that we're I don't want to say ignorant, but I feel like we're we think oh we're the United States, we're the U.S. of A. This isn't going to happen to us. Yeah, and and, and that's how it goes, right? Because for a, a lot of things, and that's part of it is just being young and not having things happen to you. Part of it is we haven't dealt with a virus like this before, so not going through it, not seeing the consequences. Uh, the death rate is low right now. The cases are low that are at least positively confirmed cases. It's low, and and so you look at it and you go, okay, well, you know, maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe this is just a bunch of hype, but we just, it, when all these medical experts are coming out and saying it's only going to get worse, at least for the next couple of weeks here, you just, you gotta reconsider everything, and Brandon, I feel for you, man, and thanks for the call. Like, that guy, he's gotta go out and work. You know, it's, he doesn't want to be out. That's not what he's dying to do. He's in a bar full of people. Like, <laughs> He's passing them glasses. They're passing him money. All, all that stuff. All that contact. That's what he's doing. And he's got to. And, like, what happens if all that stuff gets shut down? I don't know. And I, I, I feel terrible about it. Because that is the complicated thing of this. There's people that own restaurants. There's people that own bars that work at those places. And that's how they survive. And and what happens when you shut that down for the sake of public interest, for the sake of public health? I, I don't know. I don't know how the government handles it. I don't have those answers. I can't provide them for you. I wish I could. But just looking at me and my situation and where I'm at, like, uh, I mean, part of it is I'm here because I need the money. What am I going to do? Uh, I don't have a ton of money saved up. I can't go for weeks or months at a time without working. I got to be here. Like, I, I got to make money. I got to pay my rent. I got to pay for food, all that stuff. So I'm going to be here. But I'm in a booth by myself, and it's it's a little bit easier. For people that have to be out and about in the public, people who are essential personnel, firefighters, medical people, all that stuff, like, it's, it's a tough job. But for the people who work at bars, the people who work at restaurants, should they, I mean, should they be out? Should they be dealing with people that are out, people celebrating St. Patrick's Day three days beforehand just because they really want to, get loaded is that the right thing is it time to self-quarantine that's what i'm doing 855-212-4227 and uh and by the way you know christian wood who plays for the the uh detroit pistons and played against rudy gobert and the jazz he's been designated with it he's he's got the coronavirus and so there's another professional player that's at least the third professional player that has been diagnosed with it so we'll see how far that goes Vince Quinn knows X's and O's, uh, mostly from tic-tac-toe. It's the Vince Quinn Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's one of the things you have to think about when you're considering NFL free agency and whether or not they should do this. Because one of the crazy things about NFL free agency right now with this year is the quarterbacks. I mean, think of all of the quarterbacks that are on the market. There are so many names. And we know the importance of that position. We know how much it matters for the play on the field, how much it matters for marketability, viewership, all that kind of stuff. There are a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be changing teams as a result of free agency. And what those free agents do in terms of other teams cutting the quarterbacks they have. Like, what happens with Cam Newton? I don't know. What happens with Derek Carr? I don't know. But there's a lot of movement to be done at that position. And if this isn't going to be a standard free agency, if all of those quarterbacks aren't going to have the typical way of doing business or at least something close to it to sit down with the coaches and talk to them about what they want to do and the style of offense they want to run to look at the facilities and meet the quarterback coach. Like if they can't do those kinds of things and the ramifications of all of these quarterbacks and where they wind up, that's a big deal. And so just think about all of those players and the significance of all of those names and where they end up. Should you do that now? 
at a time where nobody wants to travel, where people are nervous about traveling, when the ability to conduct business is not what it used to be. The NFL came out and they've banned travel, more or less. Uh, People are staying home. Everybody is working from home. Stadiums are closed. So should they have free agency if that's the case? Should they do it now? Do they need to rush it? Don't they have time? Isn't there a whole offseason here? This is the beginning of the league year. This isn't the beginning of the season. And even if it was, obviously, those things have been delayed. Can't they delay free agency a couple of weeks? Rumors are they're delaying the draft. I get it. And they should delay free agency. I would love to have it. Again, would love to. It would be great. Because, obviously, we're going through a lot right now. But it's... Just not the right thing to do. 855-212-4227. You can also join the show on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. Also, give me a follow at It's Vince Quinn. But we go to the phones, and obviously we're talking about the coronavirus and what's been going on with that. And for me, I I just had the realization that, you know what, I, it's been nice to go out. I felt like, well, there's been a couple of cases, but there weren't a lot of cases. Now, I'm saying this from New York City, by the way. It's like, you know, there's some, but I still want to go out. I still want to live a little bit. It's not crazy out there, you know. But as the cases are starting to grow and as I'm really starting to get familiar with all of this and understand all of this and adjust to all of this, I've gotten to the point where I've just decided I'm going to self-quarantine. That's what I'm going to do. So how are you handling this? Is that the right thing to do in your opinion? Are you staying home? Are we taking this seriously enough? Because if you want your sports back, just on the very simple level of, hey, I like sports and this is sports radio and I want my sports back. Like, we need this to pass as quickly as possible. And is it going to go as quickly as possible if we're all going out and enjoying St. Patrick's Day three days beforehand on a Saturday? 855-212-4227. Let's go to Scott, who's in Boston. Scott, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Vince, what's up, my man? What's up? A quick comment. You have an awesome show, no joke. I know good radio when I hear it. Awesome, yeah. awesome show, Vince. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So there's so much to talk about. I'll keep it quick, in and out in 40 seconds. Okay. Yeah, M- Mayor Matty Walsh canceled the St. Patrick's Day Parade here in Boston, which is a huge deal. It's a very traditional thing. Yeah. Um, Vince, oh, there's so much. I don't know where to begin. I wish I had half an hour, Vince. All right, here we go. In and out. <laughs> this is nuts. This is unprecedented. With, with, with canceling NBA games, NHL games, and you know what's pretty funny, Vince? What? I find, my, I, find my, I find myself catching myself. I coughed about an hour ago, and I went, oh, no, please don't tell me it's the coronavirus. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But there is good news, Vince. Into the listening audience around America. Mm-hmm. The stock market, no, Vince, this is real. Check this out. The stock market's down because people are idiots. This is the time to buy. Apple, Apple, the best company in the history of Earth, is down $50 a share in the past three days. Yesterday, it went up $30, 10%. It's time to get rich. Idiots are selling, rich people are buying. And I say this, can I please segue to Tom Brady? Okay, well, real cool? quick, I've, I, you know, I have no idea about the stock market. I hope you're right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can go to Tom Brady now. I'm the only one, and my friends hate me for saying this, but I'm not afraid. And I won't swear on the air, so let me pick my words carefully. Okay, thank you. This is a family program. Yes, sir. I say screw Tom Brady. I'm tired of it. He is now. Listen, I'm. I live 15 minutes south of Boston, uh-huh. and what a fun ride it's been for 20 years with Tom Brady, the New England Patriots. And I'm Tom Brady. I hope you're listening. You self arrogant d bag. If you leave over a few million dollars when you're worth 600 million, f you. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Uh, well, because Scott, I'm sorry, man. You, you got to tone it down, dude. You, you're you're pushing my limits here. I hear you that you want Brady out. And I appreciate the call and the compliment, but yeah. Um, anyway, here, here's the thing: if he wants Brady out, I can. It, it may, Brady's smug, right? I think we can all say I respect him as a football player. He's the greatest football player I've ever seen. He's the most successful player I've ever seen. But also, he is a little smug. 
Uh, so I can get being fed up with Tom Brady after all those years, after you've won all the championships. And, you know, for them, winning titles is routine now. So anyway, um, here's something that I wonder about as we're dealing with all of this right now in the, in the sports world, just in our communities, you know, everything with the coronavirus. One of the things that fascinates me is this idea of essential personnel. Because here's part of the reason why I decided to self-quarantine. Because it's, it's not even necessarily the family members around you, right? But it's also just people in general that can get impacted by this thing. One of the things that just it, it made me feel terrible was I heard somebody in New York today who's with the fire department. They've got the coronavirus. They tested positive for that. And those people are essential personnel. Like, those are people that we need active. We do. You need all the medical people, fire firemen, uh, police officers, National Guard, all that kind of stuff. We're going to need those people. We need them out and about and doing everything they can to keep us safe. And when those kinds of people are getting sick, I mean, my God, uh, I feel for those people. And who are, who are those other people? Who are those jobs? Are you working one of those jobs where you're essential personnel? And what is that like? What does that feel like right now? Like, I can't imagine what the feeling is as a fireman. It's like, yeah, I got to be in. Because for me, like, I'm technically listed within my company as essential personnel. Now, clearly, I, I hope I'm doing some good for the public. I hope you enjoy the show. I hope you find it interesting, entertaining, thought-provoking, whatever I'm doing on a given night. I hope so. But I'm certainly not a firefighter. You know, and, and to think of those people and what they're doing, medical personnel and what they're going through, I, I feel for those people. And that's part of the reason why I want to stay home. Because they have enough problems. And if I'm giving more opportunity for people like that to get sick, I might as well stay home. And that's what I'm going to do. I've been out the past couple of nights. I don't feel good about it. Uh, I thought I I coughed once earlier today. And it was just a, you know, I had a little something in my throat and I coughed. But I had the same feelings that Scott did just a minute ago. I had those same feelings of like, oh, no, maybe I've got it. Because you just naturally go that way. And so I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm just better off staying home. It's the right thing to do. So where are you at with this? Am I being too sensitive? It, am I uh, too alarmed by all of this? Or is that the right course of action? Because I see Spain shutting everything down. I've seen France shut everything down. That just happened. Um, Italy shut everything down. I feel like I got to stay home. I want to get through this as quickly as possible. And that's the right thing to do. At least uh, uh, me looking at this situation, I feel like it's the right thing to do. And that's what I'm going to do. 855-212-4227. Let's go to Michael, who's in Baltimore. Michael, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, Ben? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing pretty good. Still up, still up. But, uh, yeah, I miss my sports, that's for sure. And I, uh, the one thing about me, I like sports and I like movies. So the first thing I was thinking when you were talking to Ben earlier about, uh, first thing that crossed my mind was Shawshank Redemption when the warden told Andy, this thing's got me up nights. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, um, I was, I called in, I told him because it got next to me when I was looking at the news uh, earlier. And the uh, first thing the guy said with the St. Patrick's Day stuff on is, you don't want to hide in your house. Come on, folks. And I think to myself, see, he's not getting it. It's not about hiding in your house, folks. It's about, like you said, self-quarantine. This is the first day I went out on a Saturday, and it didn't feel like Saturday, you know, because... I, I'm like you, believe it or not, I actually sit in a booth. That's I'm essential personnel now. I, in Baltimore, we still have toll roads. So I'm actually one of those old toll collectors. Okay. So, so, yeah, I collect tolls. But imagine how many people cross my path every 30 seconds. Well, oh, yeah. I, I mean, what's that feel like for you to be there and have all these people coming by in cars and handing you money or tickets or all that? Like, what's that feeling like, Michael? It, it's crazy because... First of all, the one thing they teach you is edu- education is really going to beat this. You, you you quarantine yourself, you quarantine your family, and then you ultimately quarantine humanity. So the closer you come together, that's how you beat this. It's not about you and me. and It's about us coming together and the more education we get. They're noticing it's starting. To, they're trying to, you know, paint. But what it feels like is like the other day, Friday, you know, normal Friday, but it was different because – They'll give you four dollars, and they say, "You got any hand sanitizer? Hey, go squirt some in my hand." Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, you know, this is so real because we're giving you hand sanitizer squirts 
What's your money here? Because currency is one of the dirtiest things you can touch. Well, I know. Really- like I was, I, I got something out of the vending machine here at the studio, and when I put in the dollar, I was like, oh my god! I, like I wonder how many people have touched this. When did I get this as change? You know, I just it, you think about all that stuff now. I can't help it. It's 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 crazy, but I mean, I I'm like the average person. I miss my sports. I mean. I mean, I'm one of them ones, we look at everything, you know what I mean? Because I used to be a field worker, so it's kind of like we talk all fields. We talk NASCAR, golf, we talk football, back hockey. We we talk it all field hockey. We don't care high school. You know, <laughs> yeah. Somebody's hitting something somewhere, and we miss all that. But we do understand through education that – but let me say this before I go. Um I've I've since learned that shaking hands actually started a long time ago, and it was to show the other person that you didn't have a weapon. This is what I was taught through history. So when you yeah. put your hand out like that, it was really to show the person you have a weapon. But actually, you know, with a with a uh, pandemic, a a coronavirus, you actually may have a weapon in your hand. You just don't see it. Yeah, and that's that's the truth of it, and that's why everybody's got to be washing their hands and sanitizing their hands. And Michael, good luck to you out there as essential personnel and and taking all the tolls. Like that's a it's a tough spot to be in. So eight five five two one two four two two seven. That's how you join the show. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Who is this guy that's on the radio? Well, I'm Vince Quinn. You can listen to the show. Uh, well, you're listening to the show now, so you know how to do that. I'm not going to tell you how to do that. Um, you can find me on Twitter and join the show that way at It's Vince Quinn. That's all one word, It's Vince Quinn. Somebody hit me up. They said, it's one thing for you to self-quarantine, but what, let everyone else decide what to do and how to handle the virus issue. I'm living in Georgia, and I'm planning a trip to New York next week, and I'm still going. I think the media is making a bigger issue than it needs to be. So do you agree with that guy, or... Do you agree with me? Like, I'm the media guy. I'm, I'm on the radio. I'm saying I'm going to self-quarantine. Am I overreacting, or is that the reasonable thing to do here? Should this guy be flying to New York? I'm in New York. I'm going to self-quarantine. I feel like that's the responsible thing to do. You're listening to The Vince Quinn Show, weekend overnights on CBS Sports Radio. So as the NFL is trying to figure everything out in every way imaginable right now, because for the NFL, it's absolute chaos. What you're dealing with is the CBA is up in the air. Now, they voted, and we'll find out the results of that vote in the next couple of hours. 17 games. Are we getting extra playoff teams? And that could be starting this season. They're figuring that out, and we'll find out soon enough. We're talking about free agency and whether that's going to happen. Monday, noon Eastern is effectively the beginning of the year. That's when legal tampering starts. Everybody's favorite phrase, legal tampering. That's when that's going to go down. Um, The draft. When it comes to the draft, there's a report going around that is going to be pushed back. And it might be canceled in Vegas. So we'll see how all of that goes. But you're talking about free agency, the draft, and just the state of the league, the basis of how the league functions for the next 11 years. All of that right now is up in the air. It's crazy. And obviously, we're dealing with everything that we're dealing with right now. And so to have all of these factors going on, one of the really difficult parts of this is the college kids. Because here's what's going on right now. For the NCAA tournament, people feel for those kids, right? Because they're guys that are going to be juniors, seniors, whatever, guys that could have had that tournament appearance where they're spectacular and they win a couple of games and they're the star of the team and they're the Cinderella story. And, oh, my God, here's that guy that ascends up into the public consciousness and gets himself on a higher spot in the draft board or just on draft boards. And that guy becomes a great story of the tournament, the guy who makes a name for himself, the guy who achieves in the big spotlight and rewards himself with a nice payday as an NBA draft pick. You hear about those things. You love those things. And for the guys that aren't getting that opportunity this year, that sucks. Now, on a different scale, you've got a lot of guys that are getting ready for the NFL draft, and they're totally limited right now because you can't travel. You can't have meetings with teams right now. So you got to think of a lot of guys, 21, 22 years old, fourth-round picks, fifth-round picks, sixth-round, maybe they go undrafted. These guys are looking to get some attention, and they can't get in front of people to do it. Pro days canceled. Pro days mean a lot. 
There are plenty of guys that don't get invited to the Combine, that have some level of NFL talent, that can showcase that because they have NFL-caliber players around them already. Second, third round, first round picks, they have those guys there. And when the scouts show up, they go, wait, who's that guy? Are we, have we been paying attention to that guy? He looked pretty good in that drill. That was a really nice catch. He looks I like his frame and his mobility. He could be a good linebacker. You know, those kinds of guys are not really getting those chances. And so something interesting that's going on is right now, at the very least at Michigan, they had a pro day that was run not by the university. The program is, they they canceled the pro day. So an agent got 11 kids from Michigan together. They ran a pro day themselves. No scouts present, not a single one. They recorded the whole thing, and they're now sending out video of the workout to all the teams in the NFL. That's what they're having to do now to get attention, to show off their skills, that little extra way, because we know the amount of poking and prodding that goes on in these next couple of weeks, right? From the combine to the draft, the amount of, oh, well, this guy's stock gets rising. He had a great interview with this guy. He had the worst interview ever, and his stock is nosediving. He had a terrible three-cone drill. We like to go crazy about hand size, don't we, Mike? God. Oh, no, his hand size is not big enough. If he wins the Super Bowl, the ring won't fit. It'll fall right off. How can we have this guy? Like, all right, let's settle down a little bit. But those kinds of rises and falls, pro days help you with that. Visiting a team can help you with that. They might have a conversation with you because to watch a guy on the field, that's one thing. But to meet a guy and talk to them, okay, how is your coach using you? What do you think you're good at? Do you think you were used properly? And that's not a given. We look at guys in college and sometimes you think, okay, well, this guy's a decent college player. So, you know, fifth round pick. We'll see what happens. Guy ends up being a superstar. What happens? Coach doesn't use him all that well. You got to be in the right system to play well, right? It's going to make you emphasize your strengths. If you don't have a good coach that uses you the right way or a good play caller, or maybe you're a good receiver, but you don't have a good quarterback, whatever it is, there are things that are around you that hurt your stock, but once you sit down in front of somebody and once you actually state your case and they get a good look at you, they're like, oh, wow, maybe this guy is underrated. And those guys get opportunities. It can be life-changing. Going from one franchise to another gives you so many different options for success, right? What is it like to be drafted by the New York Jets? What is it like to be drafted by the Patriots? Same division. Totally different outcomes. Most likely, right? That kind of stuff matters. These kinds of meetings right now matter. And you've got kids at Michigan, and they're just running their own pro days without scouts because that's how crazy things are right now. And given that's the case, given that the draft could be pushed back and probably should be pushed back, they should probably push back free agency as well. I mean, that's supposed to happen in a couple of days. Should it really With things being this crazy, should they have free agency now? All these quarterbacks on the market, that's big-time decisions. Who is the quarterback of, like, half of the teams in the NFL? It's up in the air right now because there are so many quarterbacks available and worthwhile quarterbacks available. I wouldn't rush that. I wouldn't force that. 855-212-4227. I'm Vince Quinn. You can join the show on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. Give me a follow as well at It's Vince. Vince Quinn. We go to the phones. Let's talk to Billy in Georgia. Billy, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, Vince. I just want to tell you I love your show. I think it's great. And I applaud you like Vince Lombardi would for your um, sense of uh, the acknowledgement of the corona thing and how it relates to all of our sports. Uh, You're doing a great job. It's a great show. Thank you. Uh, I happen to uh, have worked with the CDC and the USDA as I export horses back and forth. And I'm aware of the fact that this coronavirus, different strands of it, have been around for years. Yeah. Actually, they've had a dog vaccine for the coronavirus. It's been around since 2007. But this 2019 coronavirus is much stronger, and it is something to be seriously worried about. But at the same time, I think what has happened is that I think uh, everyone has disregarded the um, sort of the 
the chance of actually getting it. Um, and I think that the Corona-19 uh, virus is not something that is going to be passed through all these places where everybody is so worried about it. I think it's much more susceptible to people that are older, to people that already have uh, other problems. And I think there is a definite overreaction as far as a lot of these events go. And I mean, as far okay, as so the they NFL, shouldn't like shut down the leagues or anything. They should be playing with fans still. You think? I say they should be playing with fans, or at least playing without the fans. Oh man, I yeah, I, I totally disagree. I know you totally disagree with me, and I know you do. But I think that if you look at the numbers of the people, there are probably fifty times what they project in the United States. I will bet you that older people with the flu, many more of them have the coronavirus. I'll bet you we have 200 to 300,000 people in this country with the coronavirus. So isn't that more reason to shut things down, though? I mean, why why is it okay if if the numbers are greater? Because I think the contagion factor of the coronavirus is not nearly as high as a lot of people are putting it to be. And I think the susceptible um, people to the coronavirus, we've had the flu, different strands of the flu, but only in the last 40 to 50 years have they been able to define the strands of the flu. Like we've had the bird flu, the swine flu, yeah. the West Nile virus, um, and different types of flu that we've heard about. Sure, this is a much stronger strand of the flu. But as far as delaying um, our, our world, as the way our world works, especially in the sports world, um, as far as this new vote, I bet you the NFL is going to come out and they're going to say, not enough people voted, so we'll delay that. But as far as free agency goes and the draft goes, that needs to go on. Because I don't think that the, the numerological chances of multiple infections or high enough for what's been going on to, yeah, I, to cancel man, I, I, I just disagree. Yeah, I totally disagree, Billy, because you think about it, and part of it is that the ability or the, the odds of somebody dying from this, yes, it's more susceptible for older people. It's absolutely more susceptible for older people. But the younger people carry it. I mean, we're talking about, for example, guys that have gotten it now within the NBA. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Christian Wood. These are young guys athletes in incredible shape they still got it people are going to have various degrees of the illness most people will not die but if even if it's still in the rate the last i had checked i don't know what it is now because you know we're still getting more cases we're still figuring out the sample sizes and the the likelihoods of all this stuff but last i checked it was over three percent and you're talking about oh well three percent isn't a lot but we're talking about three percent of people that get it and whether or not they die And so that's not a thing to take lightly when you don't have a vaccine for it. And so to say, well, if it's just older people and they're susceptible, yes, but everybody that's younger that wouldn't die from it, that wouldn't have the the serious long-term effects of it, they will encounter other people who will or will encounter somebody who will have family members. Like the spread of it is important to stop. And that's why you can't have these events. You can't do it. You can't have people at these events. You can't have players playing against each other and traveling across the country and spreading it. And for people like me, being in New York City, I'm going to go home. I'm going to stay home. And you won't see me out unless I'm here for work. And that's it. He doesn't get tired in the fourth quarter because he's been asleep since halftime. It's the Vince Quinn Show on CBS Sports Radio. And something fun to talk about for a moment here. Again, I am Vince Quinn with you on CBS Sports Radio. Spencer Dinwiddie, who plays for the Kenny Atkinson-less Nets, has a really fun idea of what the NBA could do when they ultimately get back to business. I'll have that for you in just a second. By the way, we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. So what did Spencer Dinwiddie come up with? Well, it's a great idea. What he's done is he's been able to get the idea of the NBA playoffs 
and get the idea of March Madness and combine them into one really fun, awesome tournament. It's a great idea. Now, here's the premise of it. Let's say this goes on because one of the complications for the NBA is that if you stopped the regular season, let's say they came back whenever they come back, it gets to a point where they don't have time to play all the regular season games anymore. And so they got to cut some games. Well, if they went straight to the playoffs, it's not that everybody's played the same number of games. You, so it's not a level playing field, and you can't just say, well, everybody's played 62 games instead of 82. Here's our standings. It's not perfect, but it's fair enough that people have not played the same amount of games. And so if you wanted to make it fair so that everybody was more or less on a level playing field, he came up with this awesome tournament where literally everybody in the league, every team in the league, is in it to start. Top four teams get a bye. You have some play-in games. And then using all 30 teams, you have a March Madness bracket that slowly works its way down to two and a winner. It's a really cool idea. And if you want to see it all, uh, go find Spencer Dinwiddie's Twitter account. And let let me find it now so I can give you the handle just to be proper here because that's what I should do. I am a professional radio host after all, or at least I try to be. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, you can find him at S Dinwiddie, D-I-N-W-I-D-D-I-E underscore 25. And you know what? I'll retweet it because that's even easier. See, we're, we're working on the fly here. Um, you can find me on Twitter at it's Vince Quinn. So I will retweet his tournament idea for you. Now, I love that idea. And those are the kinds of fun things that you think about. Because when you're in a chaotic moment like this, chaos breeds creativity. You have to find ways to get by. You have to find ways to make a situation work. And if it leads to, you know, some sort of March Madness-style tournament for the NBA in the playoffs, wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome? The midseason tournament, I know there's doubts about that. You wonder, what's the point of this? But for a one-off, let's go crazy, and this is the playoffs format, I'm down for all 30 teams and just one massive playoff tournament with you know three-game series, five-game series, seven-game series, as it goes on and on and on. So it's a really fun idea. And uh, again, you can check that out. I'm retweeting it right now. At It's Vince Quinn. That's all one word. It's Vince Quinn. So we've also been talking about what's been going on with the NFL. And for the NFL, they're supposed to have free agency on Monday. Monday at noon Eastern. And in a way, you can make the argument that they can do it. Right? You can say, hey, well, they did just do it over the phones. You make a phone call. Oh, well, they want to talk to the quarterback coach. They want to talk to the offensive coordinator. They want to do some stuff on the whiteboard. You can do that over Skype. Your cell phone, the camera on your cell phone is probably good enough right now that professional athletes and agents and front office people would be able to conduct an interview and get a contract done and all that kind of stuff. They could do that. But you do have to deal with travel, and some people will want to travel. And the complications that come from that. The league right now has shut down travel. You can't have, for example, college kids go visit a team to get familiar with each other before the draft. They can't do that. The league shut it down. And so given that kind of environment and given what we're dealing with right now, just as a country, as a as, as a world, should you really have free agency right now? Should you force that issue down right now? They're going to figure out what the CBA is in the next couple of hours. They're going to find out whether there's seven playoff teams and whether or not there's going to be 17 regular season games. They're working out a lot of stuff right now. Should they really do free agency right now? Wouldn't it be a little bit better if we had some time to step back a little bit and re-rack and see where things are before these guys are flying across the country to sign contracts and do introductory press conferences? Again, they could do it. It doesn't mean they should. It doesn't mean the timing is right. To me, as much as I'd love it, On a selfish level of, hey, look at these big-time contracts being handed out. Look at all these quarterbacks signing with different teams and how crazy and interesting and fun that'll all be. We'll have that. It will happen, but it just shouldn't happen now. At least not to me. 855-212-4227. That's how you join the show. I'm Vince Quinn with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Let's go to Tony, who's in Illinois. Tony, you're on the air. Yeah, um, this is my first time calling the show, your show. Is, is you know is um only been on a few months but anyway I, with this uh this uh, um thing this you know this 
this sickness, this disease that's going around. It, it reminds me of something that happened like 19 years ago with the Twin Towers. And it's just that it's not, it's not the same thing, but it's the idea of like things being repeated over and over again. And it sounds like a broken record. It's just like I'm getting psycho overkill. And I know I'm going against the norm, but I'm just sick and tired of hearing about it. There's other news, I would think, besides this. It's like you see like it's all they're talking about. It's like I'd rather not hear it. It's like, you know, I just want to hear nothing. I just shut, I just shut it off or something. You know, all the news updates and all that, you know. Well, I mean, blah, here, blah, blah, here's the tough you know? thing. Well, it's it can't be blah blah blah. I get the I get the exhaustion with it. And to a degree, Tony, like for me, thinking about it all the time, I don't want to think about it all the time. I don't want to necessarily talk about it all the time. But for me, like I'm doing a national radio show right now. I'm talking to a lot of people, and if I didn't come out and talk about this when this is the biggest story that's going on across the world, I mean, I'm just. I'm not doing the job right. Like, I wish I could just come out and talk about sports and just do a raw sports show today. That's typically what I've been doing here. But you just can't right now. Like, it's too big of an issue. It's something we haven't seen. It's something everybody's dealing with in all sorts of complicated and unique ways. And you just have to talk about it right now. Yeah, but there are other sports news besides this. It's just that it's not the only thing that's happening. People tend to forget about, you know, there's an election coming up and, you know, all this, you know, other, other, you know, you know, you know, other other issues in this you know country and world, and it just it just it just oh it's just like what happened in two thousand one. I mean, I was thinking terrible about then. It's not it's not the same thing, but it's the same idea about repeating the repetitive thing. It's all it's like all the focus. It's like, I get sick and tired. It's, it's too repetitive for me. I just can't stand it. Anymore. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I mean, I mean uh, it's going I, on and on. It's like yeah. Well, you know, well, you know I, think I can't I can't I can't hear. It. Well, I don't know what to up. tell you, Tony. I mean, I good luck to you, but I I wish we could talk about other stuff right now. You just can't. Like, okay, you want to get into the election, right? Well, the election stuff is going to be based on what's going on right now. What do you say about the election without looking at this, right? This is a major crisis globally. How does the president and the government handle all this stuff to get us to the point where we are back to normal as soon as possible without, uh, without the number of fatalities that this could have? Those things all lead into each other, but it's all based on this right now. And, and it sucks to be in this spot because obviously nobody wants to be here. Right? Do you want to be living this life right now for the people that are out of jobs right now in the short term or the people that own bars and restaurants, work at bars and restaurants or small businesses, small shops, and wondering, like, what am I going to do? Nobody wants to be here. Right? And you just you have to talk about it in an honest way and, and try to be constructive about this, and we want to get through this together. That's what it's all about. And that's why I've been talking about it tonight with the idea that I've just decided after after being out a couple of times and and thinking about it and, you know, I because I would go out and I, I wasn't like late night partying, getting bombed. I, I went out to dinner with a family friend of sorts and we celebrated his birthday. We did that a couple of hours ago. I was at a restaurant in Manhattan a couple of hours ago. And when I was out there, I just... I, I was thinking about everything. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm touching his glass. Like, we're we're cheersing here. I'm doing the bottom of the glass, but he's touching the glass, and I've been touching mine, and, like, what if I get these people sick? And then I took an Uber to make sure I got here on time to do the show, and I'm thinking, okay, well, what's in this Uber right now? It's just like, I I can't go out anymore. It's, it's just not responsible. When you're seeing, because here's the thing, too. It's not strictly an American thing, right? We're going to think, well... You know, because there's all this distrust of American media and things like that. So people are going to say, well, this is just the media being the media. But they, if you're saying that, you're also saying it's not just American media or American governments that are shutting down cities, cities like Hoboken now, Hoboken, New Jersey, right outside of New York City, not far from me right now as I talk to you, which has shut down their bars, shut down their restaurants as we have cases spreading, as we have counties in this area, townships in this area, just under quarantine. So with that all being the case, you got to look at these things and be like, all right, what's the responsible thing to do here? And I've just decided that I've got to self-quarantine. That's where I need to go. That's the right thing to do for these next couple of weeks. You might be in an area where, that, where you don't have a single case for a couple hundred miles. And if you're in that situation, good for you. You're not having that same kind of stress day in and day out. But for me to be in this city right now, the only responsible thing is you see countries like Spain shutting everything down and France shutting everything down. Italy's done it. China's done it. Like, 
I don't think all those media companies, all those reporters for those countries are making things up. I don't think those governments are doing it just to do it. Why would they? You're hurting everybody. People aren't going to work. Kids aren't going to school. You don't do that just because. And if other countries are doing it and it's silly, then people wouldn't do it. But these other countries are all with their own research and their own experts and what they know from the other cases watching the other countries. They're all doing it. And so to look at all of these people that are self-quarantining and governments that are recommending quarantining and not going out, for me to go out and even just have a nice casual birthday dinner and have like a single drink, it, it's just not the right thing to do. You know, I, I tried, I got through it and I was positive and I was fun and I, I just, I wasn't trying to be fussy in the moment, but as I was out and as I was leaving everything, I just said, I can't do this. And I shouldn't be doing this. And so I'm going home and I'm self-quarantining. And that's what it's going to be. Outside of being here, because, you know, for me, I'm lucky enough where this is considered a job that's still going to run. And they want us to come in. And so I'm happy to do it. Frankly, I need the money. And so I'm going to keep showing up. But I'm just a guy in a booth. I drive here by myself. I walk in. And and that's pretty much it. It's a pretty simple affair here. I'm not around people. I'm not passing things to people. Like for people that are bartenders, I feel for you. We had a guy call in earlier that's a bartender. That's a tough spot. I don't know what to tell those people. Because if you got to make money, you got to make money. And so I'm not telling people in those situations that they shouldn't work. I don't know. I don't know your situation enough, but no, based on my situation and where I'm at right now and how things are in my life, I'm self quarantining. That's what I think is the right thing to do. That's what I'm going to do. So where are you at? 855-212-4227. That's how you join the show. Let's take a call real quick. Let's go to Jonathan in Massachusetts. Jonathan, you're on CBS sports radio. Hi Vince. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks for calling. I, I, yeah. I, I think that, you, you talked about people in tough situations. That Those tough situations create a lot of stress. I think the stress factor is really going to show through in the next couple weeks or so. I mean, you're, people are going to find themselves in very difficult decisions to make and in a sense of desperation. And, uh, and uh, you know, people's, you know, the relationships between people are going to be really uh, tested and um, my situation, I, I've got asthma, I've got poor health, but I also got financial obligations. And if I don't work, then I don't get paid. So I'm, I'm yeah. really in a, I'm, I'm really in a, a, a desperate situation. And I, the job that I do, like the Uber driver that you had there, you know, I'm a chauffeur, so I'm out there in the public, and uh, my, I'm vulnerable. You know, more vulnerable than other people are to, to catching this and. So, I mean, I do what I can to try to limit how much uh, contact I have. And I've got masks, you know, and, and I, I wore masks the other day because I thought, well, in this situation, I, I, I need to protect myself extra. So, but, yeah. um, you know, but, but in any case, um, you know, I just uh, – and, and another part of it is I, I feel like almost a resignation that I'm, I'm going to end up catching this. I, I really don't think – I don't. I think the chances of me catching it are pretty high. So uh, fortunately, um, I don't live with anybody that's uh, older than than uh, you know than than fifty five. So, mm-hmm. uh, but but still, you know, I, I you know I'm definitely not going to be around uh, elderly people because, I mean, that's a death sentence. You know, my parents, my mom's eighty some odd years old, and uh, her her nursing home is on lockdown. Which is great. I'm so glad about that. But, you know, if you come in contact with somebody old, um, you know, even if, you know, some people are thinking, oh, it's it's okay if I catch this because it's not going to, you know, hurt me. But what about who you pass it along to? Yeah. Know? And and that's the thing, Jonathan. You got to think about those people you're passing along to. And, and, and for you, for a guy like you that has to run that risk, I feel for you, man. And good luck to you because it's a tough situation and I don't have an answer for you. Like, do what you got to do. And and best of luck again. And thanks for the call. Like, I, I look at this and it's just, I, I feel for everybody like that. And for me, I, I'm in a situation where I'm able to work and self-quarantine in the meantime. I'm going to do those. That's what I'm going to do. I'll show up to work, I'll go home, I'll sit in my apartment, and I'll wait till the next shift. And that's going to be pretty much it. You're listening to The Vince Quinn Show on CBS Sports Radio. 
And someone hit me up on Twitter, and you certainly can at It's Vince Quinn, all one word, It's Vince Quinn. They said, please give a shout-out to the people like me that work at a grocery store and have no choice but to go to work. It's hard for me because I live with my mom to take care of her and pay the bills so she doesn't lose her house. Yet I'm put in a spot where I either work and risk her health or work and keep rolling. I choose my family before money. And so that's a tough spot to be in. Again, there's so many people right now that have to make that decision of, hey, I'm a part-time worker or I work a certain job where I'm exposed to a lot of people. I'm driving an Uber. Uh, Somebody earlier called in and they're a chauffeur. So when you're dealing with people like that, that is your job. That's how you make money, and people are encouraged to not go out right now. I mean, I've been doing my whole show saying the past couple hours I'm going to self-quarantine. So I feel for you, and this isn't an easy time. And I hope you're doing all right, and I hope you find some answer that helps you get by the best you can. So 855-212-4227, that's how you join the show. Now, one of the things going on in the NFL world, because there's so many things spinning on there right now, I mean, it's really tumultuous, and I can't imagine what it's like behind the scenes, as free agency is supposed to start on noon, noon Eastern, Monday. Do you see that happening? Does that make sense? Because here's one of the things, excuse me, here's one of the things that I worry about is as I think about it right now, for the NFL, they've had to postpone the draft, possibly. That's a report going on right now. That's how chaotic it is. They might postpone the draft. Now, if it gets to a point where, excuse me, if it gets to a point where they can't have the draft or they can't have it the way they're used to, well, then they're losing some money, right? That's that's a couple of opportunities that are down the drain. And if they're going to lose money and the owners are worried about when they come back, God forbid, and I hate to say it, but there is a possibility right now because we just don't know that regular season games could be pushed back or missed. I, again, I, I don't want to believe that. I, I'm believing that that won't be the case, but it's possible And if free agency is going to start on Monday and you're an NFL owner, how likely are you to spend as much money as you normally would? Given all these quarterbacks that are on the market, every year there's always going to be, you know, there's some good wide receivers on the market, guys like Amari Cooper. Are teams going to open up the checkbook and pay as much money as a guy is typically worth if they don't know how much money they're going to make this year, if it's not a guarantee that the NFL, the money machine that it is, is going to print all of the money that it can. Owners in sports are cheap. You know, it's funny to think about because of their billion dollars in a person, you know, some of these franchises are worth like $4 billion. It's insane. But also, some of them are cheap. And they want to save money where they can. There are teams that don't want to spend up to, you know, whatever's going to get them into the luxury tax. Spend up to the top of the salary cap. They don't want to do that. They'll save the money. Revenue sharing or whatever. It's just, hey, be competitive enough to get people in the building to sell some merchandise and make profit. They're not in it to win. It's business. And when you got people like that, and they're not sure how much money they're going to make, Maybe they're not willing to spend. And for the players, I would figure they're not going to be in a rush here to get in the free agency with this uncertain climate. They might not get the money that they should. And so that's one of the reasons why I look at this and I'd go, you know what? I push this back. I don't think it makes sense to have free agency right now. 